it's your host Katie, and this is Tea on the Rocks. Happy Wednesday, or whatever day it is when you find yourself with my voice in your ears. Here at Tea on the Rocks, we discuss everything from navigating career changes to dealing with friendship breakups with, of course, a healthy dose of the fun, the feminine, and the basic. Hello everyone, happy February. We are back with another episode of season two. This is episode three. Today, we're just gonna be doing a little life update, chit chat, nothing too hard hitting. Just wanted to give you all an update on my face. (laughs) The numbness is better. I was kind of upset by it there for a while, but it seems to be dissipating a little bit day by day. I don't think I'm going to wake up with it just like miraculously gone, but it's a lot more manageable now. I did some research and a lot of people who experienced almost exactly the same thing said it went away in about like a month or two, which seems like a long time, but you know, in the grand scheme of things, it's not a big deal. So yesterday, I won't lie to you guys, I tried to record this episode twice. The first time I... Did not, I don't know what came over me. You're gonna laugh. Like I started recording and it was a it was a good session, and I realized that I didn't have my mic in front of me. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? I didn't have my freaking mic in front of me. It was on the other side of my desk, recording, obviously the whole time, but it sounded like I was in a cave. I couldn't believe my stupidity and then the vibes were off obviously after that point so i tried to record again and i just really wasn't happy with it um i was going to discuss something kind of work related that has happened to me in the last week that has kind of got me down but i've decided not to because i don't want to keep dwelling on it Uh, essentially i had to let one of my clients go and maybe one day i'll get into it it wasn't really a big deal like nobody died or anything and nobody was super upset it's just one of those things where it didn't go as well as i would have liked and i have a lot of kind of self-doubt and you know ruminating over things and i i think that me talking about it yesterday just kind of like made it worse and put me into this like weird headspace and this anxious headspace and i decided that when I re-recorded today, I would not be including that story because I just think it really like destroyed my mental health yesterday trying to talk about it because I feel like I've talked about it so much with like my friends and family and I'm just I just don't want to give it any more attention. Like I feel as at this point like I'm making a mountain out of a molehill and I just kind of want to move on. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so obviously we have had about six weeks now of mercury retrograde it started like like the 20 no it started earlier than that it was like december or something anyway it's done on the fourth and of course as we all know retrograde is a time for reevaluating and reflecting the planet mercury looks like it's moving backwards mercury rules communication technology what have you so it's generally understood that you're not to um 
you know, sign any new contracts or maybe start any new jobs. I feel like that's pretty black and white. Um, you do need to still live your life, but I think when Mercury's in retrograde, you know, just double check those texts you sent, double check the contracts that you sign, job offers that you look at. Like, it's just one of those things where you just have to take extra care. Anyway, with that in mind, I decided that I was going to do a retrograde roundup for today's episode. And basically I'm incorporating it into my chit chat segments. So basically it's just going to be a long chit chat segment and we're going to talk about the crazy shit that I and my partner had to deal with during Mercury retrograde. And you know, when these things happen, you can only laugh, right? You can only laugh and be like, okay, well, it's retrograde, that's life. Sorry, that was John's phone because I am his personal secretary these last few days. Um, He's waiting on a call from our mechanic and a few other things. So I just have his phone in here with me. (laughs) He has slept so much better. Like he usually, you know, you wake up and you want to tittle on your phone and you get carried away and then an hour passes, right? For him, he sleeps during the day. So it's that much harder to get back into that sleep state. So he will often leave his phone outside of the room. But now that I'm actually like screening his calls and such, uh, he he's slept so much better. It's crazy. So let's discuss the retrograde roundup a little further. I'm going to do it about four times in the year because retrograde, of course, happens four times in the year. So let's just dive right into it. Okay. My car I don't use it anymore like I really don't I think I've used it once in the last three weeks (laughs) anywhere anytime we go anywhere like I'm always home now so if John goes anywhere it's usually just to run an errand right go to the superstore Walmart what have you and usually I have to go too so we'll take his car because he prefers to drive that's just who he is as a person. And as we all know, I love to be a passenger princess. So anyway, kind of haven't used my car. Anyway, obviously, because it's been so cold, the battery has died. It's probably currently dead because I haven't run it in I don't know how long. Usually what John will do is like we've gotten a lot of snow and our apartment complex requires us to move, obviously, so the plow can get in and he will start it up and when he brings it back after they've plowed he will leave it running so maybe it's not dead you know it definitely needs some gas because all i've used my gas for is just sitting out there running so that things are still lubricated (laughs) i will say though that i do miss going places i used to go to the cafe a lot I say the cafe and you know, Starbucks. I used to go to Starbucks a lot, but I find that's so overwhelming. Like it's so much noise. It's very overstimulating and I really have to be in the right kind of headspace to actually get work done. And I can usually not do any more than an hour. So it's not really very effective. So I'm, I just stay home. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> okay. Next item on the roundup. I sent a text to a client that was meant for my friend. And obviously you send a text to your friend, it's going to be different from a text that you send to a professional contact. So I could only apologize enough. It wasn't anything super crazy. Oh my geez. Anyway, 
John has a group chat with his brother and his friend, and it's usually always popping off. And I don't know how to turn the volume off on his phone. It's like a Google Pixel, and it's like, I obviously have the whole Apple ecosystem, so I don't know how to turn that off. Anyway, sorry if you hear that. So yes, sent a text that was not meant for the recipient. Of course, as I mentioned, I had a difficult conversation with a client that did not go super great, but it is what it is. I had lots of dropped calls, lots of poor connections. It was insane. It's kind of tapered off a little bit now, but my AirPods were kind of weird. They were really eager to connect to the device that they weren't connected to, basically. Like if I had them connected to my iPhone and one of my Macs was nearby, it would be like, AirPods nearby, want to connect? Or if I had my AirPods connected to my one of my Macs, my phone, like if I just lifted it up and looked at it, it would be like, AirPods connected. I'm like, no, like you have to chill out. <laughs> and I, another thing, I find myself explaining a lot. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because my what I'm doing in the run of my workday is a little different these days and it involves a lot more explaining. I don't really know, but I have been just going over things a couple of times, having lots of discussions. It's interesting. John, I won't get too much into it, but there's a little fender bender situation a couple weeks ago and the individual who he had the fender bender with said there was no damage and then they came back and said that there was damage like two weeks ago and i guess this person was like trying to get a hold of john and like john is very um i don't say by the book but he likes things to be done properly so if so when he you know got into the situation he did everything he was supposed to, you know, is everything okay? Do you need my policy number? Do you need my phone number? Do you need, and this guy, the, the other guy, you know, he said no. <laughs> so he's kind of been dealing with that. It's no big deal, but it's just such a retrograde thing. Yesterday, after like I used the wrong mic or just like no mic at all, I was ready to fight. I was ready to go. I had a lot of anxiety. I was overthinking, ruminating, just really down on myself. Like it was tough. Like if I ever look like I am feeling good and feeling confident about my work and everything, it's like, yeah, sure. Okay. Definitely I do. But the other 50% of the time, I'm like second guessing myself and second guessing my professionalism and my level of talent. And it's, it's tough because I read somewhere, once you start uh, working for yourself, you not only have to kind of prepare yourself for the doubt that you experience every day and the doubt doesn't go away. Like you just get better at managing it and the process is faster. Um, and also when you work for yourself, you really have to take time for yourself. Once you start, you know, once you leave the nine to five, it becomes 24 seven. And it's so true. Like if I'm not working and I'm not occupied with like an outing or like whatever, I'm thinking about work, you know, I'm checking my emails and 
I I'm burnt out and I felt like I've been playing catch up. And one of the client that I had to let go, essentially I had to let go because it, I was just reaching critical mass. Like I was working a lot and I just had no time for myself. And I'm definitely like this weekend, I am taking some time off. Um, well, obviously it's the weekend, but like my phone is either going to be super locked down and one of the focus modes so that I don't really get notifications aside from you know, close friends and John and family, but, or it's going to be in airplane mode because I'm so burnt out looking at my phone. I'm so burnt out thinking at work or thinking about work, checking my email. Like I am using this weekend as a weekend because I just like, like I said yesterday, I think it was all kind of reaching a point where I was quite anxious. And then I asked John, I was like, Hey, you know, can we go to the store? And he's like, yeah, sure. So we ended up going to the store and I really enjoyed myself because like I was just getting out of the house. I went to, um, Mark's work warehouse to buy a coat that I've been eyeing for a while because the coat I have now, it's fine, but I guess it's not fine. It's got like stains on it and it's just like not a color that I'm vibing with anymore. I just wanted a black long puffer coat, like super long one, you know the vibes. So I found one at Mark's and I was really hoping it was still there in my size. I went there, got my size. My size was actually a little big, a little roomy, so that's good because I like to wear big puffy sweaters. In any case, I digress. I think my lesson here is to really take more time for myself and disconnect from work or else I'm just not going to be operating at peak performance, if you will. So that's the retrograde roundup. I know that was an incredible ramble, but it was very eventful. And now I wanted to move to the next segment. What's for supper? Well, I am as basic as they come and I embrace it. I love it. I don't care. I like what I like. I like to be adventurous. I like to try new things. Absolutely. I'll try any food. It's just... I'm not very adventurous in the day-to-day. -day. So when it comes to cooking, I don't love to cook. Kind of takes away from that mental bandwidth for me. So I cook a lot of the same thing. And it's a lot of chicken. A lot of chicken, a lot of pork. Um, very basic. But my mom, she used to make like a honey garlic marinade uh, when I was growing up. And it's, you know, it's just soy sauce and... Um, garlic, <laughs> minced garlic. I don't chop my own garlic because I'm just not doing that. Um, and uh, honey. <laughs> and I mixed it together and it was like chef excellence. Like I felt not only nostalgic and happy because I was recreating a recipe that my mom used to make that I loved growing up, but you know, John and I are as just white bread as they come and we loved it. Now, we are hyper fixated on it, so I'm just gonna make it all the time. <laughs> so I'm gonna make this chicken with some air fried mini potatoes, maybe a little Brussels sprouts as well. So don't be jealous of my insane culinary masterpiece. Moving right along, what I've been digging lately. And of course, if you listen to the last episode, I'm doing this to romanticize my life and what I've been loving lately. This can be food, services, even a concept. 
And the first one on the list is a concept. It is snow plows. Stay with me. You know when you are kind of half awake between like 4 and 6.30, you have to wake up soon, but you're not quite there yet. And it snowed the night before. And all of a sudden you hear the beeping of the plow and the repetitive like backing up and shoveling the snow, backing up and shoveling the snow. There is something about that that makes me feel peak cozy. Like, oh, like it's so, like I feel bad for the person who has to get up at the crack of Dawn's ass and start shoveling snow, but I feel so cozy and warm. I don't know, maybe it's just I'm appreciating my bed so much more. Next item I've been digging, the non-dairy half-and-half oat and coconut creamer by Silk. It's super good. I don't know what they put in there, but I don't know, I've been loving it lately. And of course, I'm still in love with kombucha. It's nice to have that little kick. I mean, of course, we all know that kombucha has about 0.05% alcohol, a ton of B12, and a lot of probiotics. So I think that all put together just like makes you feel really good. And caramel cookie Nespresso pods. I love all Nespresso pods equally. Well, not equally. I love caramel cookie a little bit more. I've tried the chocolate fudge and the vanilla custard one. I also favor um, the Melosio one and Fortado. Bianco Forte is okay, but I normally reach for the other ones first. But again, it's that caramel cookie, ma'am. I don't know what it is. And the last thing I've really been digging lately is the ability to screen record. So everybody knows I work from home and a lot of, everything's virtual, right? Um, I used to meet with a client at a coffee shop in town, but since the lockdown and everything, and since I've been onboarding more tasks for this client, um, it's been easier just to schedule a virtual call and screen share. I don't know, it just seems a little more seamless and like less clunky, I guess, because I can watch what he's doing and then he can watch what I'm doing. I do a bit of project management for the same client. So if there is a contractor that has questions or whatever, uh, a lot of the contractors are in a different time zone, time zones that are difficult to coordinate. So it's really, I love being able to screen record and talk about what I'm doing as I'm doing it. And so far, I think it's been really successful. So anyway, moving right along, moving right along. Next segment, my weekend plans. I am thrilled to say that the restrictions in New Brunswick have lifted for the time being, like who knows what it might be next month, but for the time being, they are lifted. Restaurants are back open and I am excited to support local. John and I are going to the Sunshine Diner on Friday. If you're local or even in New Brunswick and you're headed up to Fredericton this weekend, check out the Sunshine Diner. It's a killer, greasy spoon diner that makes an amazing breakfast. Like you will not be disappointed. It's like, it you know, the, the waitresses are 
these little elderly ladies and they are super friendly and you know they take your order on one of those old style like bill slash notepad things and you can see everything being cooked like it's fresh like i love it go check that out and my friend morgan and i we have decided that we are going to go to gahan house riverside gahan has a couple of different locations i think in nova scotia and in new brunswick so um you i think there's a location in st john and in moncton and they all have like specific names. I don't know what they are, but uh, Gone On House Riverside is in Fredericton, I think. So we're going there and I'm going to splash out a little bit. I'm going to enjoy myself. I'm going to get some oysters. I am going to break my not drinking streak. At that point, it'll be five weeks and I'm going to have a glass of wine or three, who knows. And that sort of leads me into dry January and how it went and my feelings on alcohol. So I am not one of those hashtag sober life people. I'm just not. Um, I think there's such a black and white discourse now amongst millennials between total sober living and drinking multiple glasses of alcohol a night. I feel like this discourse, that there's no gray area. There's no in between. And there just isn't room for that sort of stark thinking in my life. I like to live according to how I feel and make adjustments when needed. So yeah, drinking, not drinking for five weeks, that was my adjustment. That was a big adjustment. Uh, but I, I needed it. I like drinking. I enjoy it. It's fun. But especially over the holidays, I, s I felt this strange obligation to do it and this isn't even honestly over the holidays it's like saturday nights too even friday nights i felt like i said i felt this obligation this itch to do it and now i'm unlearning that i'm trying to find the balance between having a few and enjoying life and enjoying being around people and or even just enjoying watching a movie in bed with a glass of wine or two whatever but ultimately i'm trying to respect my body and what my body wants lately, especially after the holidays, it has not wanted alcohol at all. Like the thought of it just, ooh, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it, it's like if you get icked out by something or like icked out by a certain food, you know, and you eat food and like the texture is not what it's supposed to be and you get just so disgusted by it, you can't even look at it. That's how I feel about alcohol. And I'm not special <laughs> for feeling that way. I wish I didn't because I'd love to have a drink, but right now it's just not the vibe. And because I don't have that desire, I have been doing things this month without alcohol, like typical habits that I would have done before with alcohol, like a brunch or Netflix or Saturday nights or whatever. And it's been weird. Uh, again, I can describe it almost like an itch or a compulsion to do it, but not a desire. So it's been very interesting forging this new path for myself. I don't know how I'll approach the coming months, I do think this was an incredible exercise for me personally because I really feel like I've come through the other side and I've shed that need for stimulation when going to events or doing tasks. Yeah, I think that's how I describe it, that need for stimulation. Because if you remember all the way back in March 2020, 
none of us were doing anything. And a lot of us started drinking more because we were bored. We were bored. So now that I can do more things, I'm trying to break up that feeling, replace it with other things, rewire those neural pathways, if you will. So while I've shed the need for that stimulation, I have not shed the desire to drink eventually. So I will have a few drinks this weekend, see how I feel. Um, but that's that's the thing. I want to see how I feel. I heard somewhere someone call it intuitive drinking. And I think that's actually hilariously accurate, sort of like intuitive eating. Like really evaluating how I'm feeling or why I want to drink. Am I trying to escape? Am I bored? Am I upset? Or am I happy and I just want to enjoy my evening without guilt for it? I do think there's a danger of overthinking it. But I do think it's important to check in with myself to make sure I'm listening to my body. And I think that's been kind of one of my themes this year is just really checking in with myself a little more to see what's up. Um, I feel like for a lot of um, last year, for certain things, I was kind of on autopilot. wasn't really asking myself how I felt about things. And this was such an exercise for me because it's helped me trust myself a little more if that makes sense. Now that's that on that. That's the tea on the rocks. I will see you guys in a couple of weeks. Thank you so much for listening.